Braves have won the Stanley Cup. We're the winners. We're the winners. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Frosty's Corner, episode 18, in your ear holes. What's going on, Flames fans? Grant Chung with you. Co-host Chris. Christopher. Hello, hello, hello. hello. A fine Wednesday to you. We got too cocky, man. What do you mean? We got cocky. Last week, we said that the Flames had a great road trip despite dropping a stinker against the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes. Fully expecting, I mean, I made that statement fully expecting that the Flames would, um, well, not an easy win against San Jose, but we figured they'd probably pull out the W against Mm -hmm. the San Jose Sharks. Yeah. Um, But that was not the case. No. (laughs) It was not the case at all. Fan favorite, Daniel... But, uh, had a terrible night. He wasn't our, great. Our defense was having a terrible night. Despite being up 3-1, to one, we blew a 3-1 to one lead within eight minutes of the second period. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can hear me scratching my head, but uh, I'm scratching my head. I don't know what happened there. Where do you want to yeah, start? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, nice, nice comments. Uh, yeah, some beerly. I, I, it was like beerly cocky. I was trying to find the words, but yeah, our defense played beerly cocky for twenty minutes and it cost us the game. Really, I think. Yeah. Um, that's about it. And and Valera wasn't like great. I mean, he wasn't like horrible, but he, like Sutter said, kind of struggled with rebounds and, and mm-hmm. traffic. I think that was very succinct from our coach. And he also called out the defense being <laughs> pretty bad too. And uh, he said all six were bad, not just, you know, the two, which we're probably going to talk about today, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I, I mean, offensively, like they, there, there were chances and I was chatting with my brother and I, I'm curious what you think as well, but like, I thought there, there was plenty of chances. Like they could have been up, Four one five one, and then when down four three, they could have easily tied it multiple times. But I thought they lacked execution, and we've seen that a lot of times, especially when they get this many shots. They just, for some reason, can't score on very high danger chances. At least what from the eye test. What do you think? Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. That was mind-boggling to me. That I think Rick Ball said that. The Flames have never won this season when they've had 40 or more shots, which is kind of crazy. It's it's a bit wild. It doesn't really make sense. But um, I mean, like you said, it's it's I guess that's because uh, I don't I don't know what it is. Maybe they're gripping their sticks too tightly and they're just trying to fire as many shots on net as they can. But I mean, you, you saw it, too, like a lot of the shots near the end there. Uh, when it was desperation time with less than 10 minutes to go, they just fired him on net with nobody in front. So, you know, Aiden Hill just saw it coming from, like, I, I think I saw three shots in the same sequence from the point. And I'm like, well, well, there's nobody, there's nobody there. Why, what is the point of shooting? Like, <laughs> get him to move around a little bit. He's staring at you, lift yeah. your stick and, fired at him like he knows that where it's coming and you've done it three times now so you're not just gonna pass it to johnny and then he's gonna pass it back to you and you're not gonna fool him like that like he knows that you, know, you have the shot you you and i could have made a drinking game out of the because <clears throat> we were watching it together sort of yeah. we like we could have made a drinking game out of the uh Missed shots from defensemen in that game. I think there got another sequence. I'm not sure it's the same one, but like Noah Hannafin had three point shots that he all fired wide. Not a single one hit the net. 
Yeah. And it was like back to back to back. Like Hannafin shot it, rimmed around because he missed, got back to Hannafin, shot it again, rimmed around because he missed. And yeah. again, a third time, I think. Um, yeah, no, not like, I mean, uh, yeah, it's Rasmus nothing wrong with point shots. Yeah, Rasmus, nothing everyone. Wrong with point shots, but you got to hit the net. I mean, got, you, you saw with traffic. Yeah. You, you saw what happened when that actually works the way it's supposed to. I mean, Eric Carlson did that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the best in the game at doing that, firing shots yeah. on net, directing them on net. Because um, he can, I don't know, he's he can actually hit the net. <laughs> it doesn't really. have to be hard, right? Like, Gio was so great for that reason, right? That like he, wouldn't, he wouldn't take a huge shot. He would just make sure he... When, yeah, you know, when he was, was good, when he was better. When he, yeah, he was just a little flick, little wrist shot, snapshot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No quick release, but it was hard enough. And and if it goes on net, he scored a lot just doing those shots from the point because there's traffic. So yeah, yeah, we missed we missed that for sure uh, yesterday. Absolutely. Um, but no, well, we, like we talked. Well, sorry, sorry. I, I just want to say because we talked about the last time that we really had a guy who could do that was well, I guess Mark Giordano, but I mean, yeah, a prolific offensive defenseman was probably Dougie Hamilton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure, Dougie was there. I mean, I don't even know who else we've had. In, in Maybe Dion Phaneuf before that. Yeah, okay. and even that was just for a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Hamilton was 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 for sure um, our best offensive weapon. I mean, but he also had his had his quirks too. So, um, and we got quite a good player back in in Lindholm. Or no, sorry, a couple good players. Trade? Yep, a couple good players. Well, well we got Hamilton and Lindholm back. So. Right. Yeah. That's right. So, anyway, yeah, no, it was a tough night for the de- defense. Tough night for the fours. Just couldn't couldn't score, and yeah, a lot of a lot of dead plays, a lot of uh, one one outs, a lot of good chances too, though. Like a Dubé chance at the empty nets, you know, like kind of. I thought we were going to score there, and just yeah. I don't know. I guess we didn't <laughs> empty nets, yeah. but uh, that's all I can really say. Uh, other thoughts, I suppose. Like, I don't know what you thought of the refing, but I thought the refing was pretty bad. Um, I don't know if you heard when we were on the call last night, but my brother Snapchatted me, <laughs> showing me uh, a sample cross check from uh, Mr. Brent Burns on Backland at the end of the game, where he got him in the numbers quite hard and sent him to the ice, yeah. sliding towards the corner. Yeah. Um, and he was yelling about like, well, how is that not a penalty? Even yeah, we have taken two soft as fuck cross checking penalties that both yeah. I think resulted in goals. In goals against well the fucking know. the one against fucking Zadorov, like a knuckle headed <laughs> play. Like why did you sure. even like he? There was nobody around. The puck wasn't near the guy, and yeah, I don't know. Zadorov decides to shove him, but like. Th- Nothing even soft. fucking happened there. It's, yeah, that and, was a terrible call. Like, why? Yeah. Why even call that? And first know. of all, why even do it in the first place? Like, Nikita, you didn't need to do that. <laughs> yeah, brain dead. But brain at the same dead, time, Nikita. it's like, why are you calling that? Yeah, absolutely. And not it the one on Backlund. Sense. Yeah, and not the one on Backlund. Again, that situational refing, and we know it happens, but like seeing it so clearly is is very frustrating and as a player i can't imagine how frustrating it is because you don't know what's going to be called when i guess you kind of have to be in the m- mind of a ref but uh you know at least i think the refing was awful but i think it was also awful for for both teams last night because i think maybe i think you had a little bit of a different thought but i thought lucic could have easily had a boarding calling it on that on that play at least a boarding ah it was a love tap <laughs> it was <laughs> fine yeah i guess I guess I, I think there's been a lot softer boarding calls against us this year, even. So I don't know. I thought it was bored, and uh, there's probably a lot of other ones that were missed on on our end. And I don't know. I think the at the end of the day, I think the power plays were pretty even. I'm not. I don't have the numbers up right now, but mm-hmm. um, you know what? We were. Um, I think we were 0 for two on the. Yeah, I think it was 0 for two on the penalty kill, and 0 for three on the power plays. So we had more power plays. At the end of the day, yeah. Um, but well, that you know. kind of killed us. We didn't. Yeah. Uh, we didn't convert on any of them. No. Um, they were able to kill them off pretty pretty effectively, and we, yeah, we just didn't have an answer. And and after one, they made a 
a big boo-boo with the line change, you know, after a penalty kill is a horrible decision. Again, something that rookies kind of make and we have vets on the back end, but they made a line change when a guy was coming out of the box. That was Carlson and a very quick goal. I believe that was for three, two. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. Tough night for sure. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, hopefully uh, they can rebound good against Carolina, but that's going to be a tough game. I think. That will be, yeah, that'll be a very tough game, actually, because Carolina's on fire right now. I mean, they're firing on all cylinders at this point, I think. Yeah, um, that's, that's a tough out on any night, even if they're having an off night. That's a very good team. Yeah. They scare me. And I always pick them in the playoffs in my pools, and they never do well. God. But... <laughs> Now, this is the year, maybe. This this is the year, Grant, that they will break the bubble. Well, yeah, we'll see. I've I've said that so many years about Florida, and you know, this year might be their year as well. So, Florida, how many yeah, times can we do good. that? Yeah, they're pretty good. Barkov's back. That's right. Be really good. Um, yeah, I, yeah. But that game, though, it was. Yeah, I mean, what else can you say? Uh, all the goals that they scored were uh, like directly attributed to stupid flame penalties that we made and a terrible Good Branson giveaway. Uh, <laughs> yes, the, the game for winner. the game winner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess Vladar could have. I don't even know what he could have done. Kicked it further out, but oh. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was a it was a comp like my my take on it is like, you know, again struggling with traffic because there's people in front. Right, the first shot yeah. was not a complicated shot; it was just a low shot. Um, yeah, but he handled it horribly because he saw it late. Like he was searching around, couldn't see the puck. Yeah, um, saw it late. He made a reactionary pad save, and you know when you're doing that, you have absolutely no control of where it goes. So again, another bad rebound right on the tape of a of a Sharks player. And uh, yeah, it was pretty easy, easy Barry at that point because he also kind of over embellished the save again, because it looked a little panicky slash reactionary. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what you think. Like, do you think that was kind of a mental thing? Cause of the giveaway that does happen a lot. Like sometimes, you know, when maybe your D has the puck and I know they're pros, but they're also human. Like you maybe just turn the knob of, you know, focus slightly down when you finally get that puck and, you can maybe take a breath, but um, so maybe he was a little not as focused as he should have been in that moment. But yeah, I think I think you're probably right. He probably figured that oh, Good Branson had a great takeaway um, from Hurdle there, and you know he has the puck possession of the puck. He figured that you know he'd make a good play, get it out of the zone. So let his guard down for a second. And obviously, of course, he gives it right away to <laughs> Barabanov or whatever the guy's name is. And then who knows? fires a shot. And yeah, I mean, if I were, I don't know. If I were, if I were Vladar, it's like, okay, or Mark Schum, I don't know. Just based on how the defense was playing, especially the third pairing, if the third pairing was on the ice, I'd be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking my eyes off the puck like it's just <laughs> yeah no kidding yeah no kidding. you know like you just what... gotta they've just been so bad they were just so bad they were bad last night yeah they were bad like and that like blind backhand on the ice clearing attempt by Gabranson yeah. was something that awful you don't do in the NHL like <laughs> especially he had an open lane like he had lane he could go he could have either skated uh, further away from that little scrum, or he could have passed it, dished it off to, uh, yeah, you know, I think Zadorov was over there. Um, but no, he just made a weird decision. And yeah, I mean, good Branson's been really good, but the, that was a breakthrough of uh, episode one's bad Branson, I think. Yes, <laughs> I yeah, I yeah, that was because <laughs> he's been decent enough for me not to call him that, but yeah, um, yesterday he was bad Branson. Yes. Yeah, and yeah, Nikita not... Badorov as well. <laughs> Badorov. <laughs> they were both just terrible. Oh yeah, it was a tough. It was a tough night from that pair and and all pairs, but to that night, oh man, that pair especially, yeah. Well, the 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 top pairs weren't great, but 
the only thing that I noticed that was bad from their perspective was they couldn't hit the net. Like none of their shot, like we said earlier, none of their shots hit the net and our forwards were great. Right. Uh, I mean, other than not being able to tie the game, but um, there were chances. Yeah. Yeah. There were chances. Uh, Top line was on fire again. Um, You know, they, what a pretty goal that was by Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah. Um, you know, just uh, great forechecking by uh, Kachuk and Lindholm too. I mean, getting the puck and then throwing it down low and Kachuk with those sweet hands, no look pass right to Gaudreau in front of the net, who you know fakes out Aiden Hill, hangs his laundry for him <laughs> a little bit, and then yeah, yeah. goes top cheese. Oh, what a goal that was! Dubé scored a goal, very nice goal, uh, and Ruzicka got his first NHL yes. goal of uh, his career, which was exciting. Um, he actually was saying that he had family text him, family and friends text him from back home, um, which is impressive because that game was airing about 3 a.m. in the morning. So, wow. you know, um, what a proud moment for the Ruzicka family and friends. And it's just too bad that they couldn't, uh, they couldn't hold off. Because that would have been uh, a great, great story, and a great road trip. But instead, we're two and two on the roadie, and that drops our season total against the Pacific Division to two, four, and one on the, which is not great. I mean, <laughs> we've you, beat you need teams to, in the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, two. Well, we beat um, the two teams that we we beat the Ducks and the and the Kings. Oh yes, oh, yes. yes, that's right. Sorry, yes. yes. I was like, I don't remember. <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, against the West, in just in general, it's been a little bit tough sledding. A lot of those weird games, though, you know, like those 40-plus shot games, I'm not really I'm not worried yet, you know, because you play like that offensively, you're, you're going to gonna do better most nights. Like, it was a really bad night from our defense, probably one of the worst ones um, mm-hmm. collectively. And then also... Um, our goaltending from Vladdy, who has been amazing, that was his probably his w- weakest performance and uh, of the of of the season so far. And yeah, yeah, I, you play that game again with uh, with the same amount of shots and chances offensively. I think we win that game quite handily. Um, yeah, so. yeah, and it definitely was. Uh, Vladar's worst game of the season. Uh, he actually got his first regulation loss um, from that game. He's five one and one on the season. So I mean, yeah. you know, yeah, can't really argue that. And I, it was good to see uh, Sutter give Vladar a night off, but or sorry, um, Markstrom a night off. Uh, but yeah, he was pissed. <laughs> yeah. He was passed. Yeah, not just from the from the presser. You mean? Did you just well? Yeah, and and during the game too, you could just yeah. see it. Like he was not happy. Yeah. Um, what else can As we talk can. about? Yeah. Uh, one good, one interesting thing to note is uh, I mean, Tomas Hurdle got the hat trick against the Flames, and for whatever reason, Tomas Hurdle always seems to play well against the Flames. Mm-hmm. Um, he is going to be an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. And word is from Pierre Lebrun that no extension talks have been uh, initiated uh, since the off season. So, and he's unsure whether he wants to stay, but like I said, I, I think we covered or mentioned this in a previous episode that yeah. um, hurdle. I mean, the sharks are, doing a little bit better than most people expected them. Uh, so, you know, maybe and now that Evander Kane's no longer with the team, that seems to have uh, made a pretty big difference. But uh, yeah, maybe he could be an option that the Flames go after uh, at the trade deadline. But of course, interdivision, he will likely cost a hefty price. But, you know. 28 year old center right winger, but he shoots left. So it's, yeah, you know, it's, not it's tough not fit, the fit on the flames. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, yeah. Our top nine are all left, left shot, I think. 
<laughs> anyone who point. scores a goal on our team is a left shot. Yeah. Unfortunately. Um. Yeah. So is Magic Punt? Oh, you know, yeah, he's a lefty. Too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Everybody's a lefty. It's okay. Most people are left, but it's yeah. I don't. I don't know who we're gonna target. I don't know what. What do you do? I guess. It really does depend on what position we are in. Like, if we kind of continue this winning percentage, you know, of like six six hundred plus, um, I think we definitely will be looking to add add via subtraction, I guess, because we can't really add with our cap. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, the way it is right now. But um, who do you think are some targets to send out? I know we've talked about Monaghan but and Lucic, but Lucic again both have big negatives, especially because you know if Monaghan say picks up his game, mm-hmm. then that's like a free agent. It's it's like an addition because he's been so, I mean, poor relative yeah. to Monaghan's standards. I thought he was actually pretty good last game. Just again, couldn't can't Finish. score anymore. Yeah, <laughs> for some yeah. reason. But yeah, he had so uh, many shots that yeah, just oh, and he really either good fanned on it or um. Yeah, he had so many opportunities, but yeah. he wasn't and, able to finish. And and Lucic, like Lucic is, uh, you know, he's an undeniable leader in in the room. Mm-hmm. He is a glue. Like if we lose Lucic, you're losing more than just what the point total says, you know, what the statute says. So, um, what do you what do yeah. you think? Like who who do you think that we could lose off this team, or who can we afford to lose depending on what we get back? Well, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't think, I don't think we can really, I don't think that we can really do anything to be very honest with you. I mean, Backland maybe, but he's supposed to be our defensive forward. Um, we don't want to put more on Elias Lindholm than we have to already, but Backland making $5.35 million is a bit of a sticking point especially considering that he doesn't bring all that much offense to the table. Um, I mean, if the Sharks are willing to take on a Michael Backlund and a higher-end prospect for uh, Tomas Hurdle, then that would be all right, I, I guess, because, you know, Hurdle could, could fill that role okay. Um, but, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. I mean... Dylan Dubé, I suppose, but he's only making 2.3. So it's, it's like, you know, you'd have to group him with somebody else. Zadorov, I'd be willing to get rid of for a bag of pucks. That'll save up $4 million <laughs> for us. But, uh, oh, yeah, that, that signing is looking bad. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. I wish we had just kept our third rounder, to be honest. I mean, when I saw that, I was like, oh, uh, why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I was hopeful. I had I was some hopeful. hype. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was some. hopeful. But just seeing that he didn't improve since last year in Chicago, like it was just fuck. So it was a lot of the same. Like I didn't watch Chicago a lot last yeah, year, but he was in their top four. Hey, so basically the same, the same shit. Yeah, it's just the same shit. Takes stupid penalties. Um, can't get the puck out properly and. Yeah. yeah, just as no hands. Like just yeah, I, I remember I remember telling you yesterday, like I saw him fucking skate from the bottom of the ice up to the top, like from the penalty box to the bench, and then he flips it in the bench. Like, what the fuck yeah. are you doing, man? Like get rid yeah. of the puck. <laughs> yeah. They're baffling, baffling decisions. Like this they they make some decisions that I'm like, man, I don't know if I if I would do I know the pace is different. Like it's always easy as a as a fan, but I'm like, man, that, that person had time there. And then he still made that play. And that, yeah. You know, like, like what, what's happening? Like, why, why would you do that? I don't really get it, but yeah, um, it's a mystery. Yeah, that's tough. It's a mystery. 4 million. Yeah. It, it's going to be tough to add. Like, frankly, like it, it is. And you, you mentioned back, like how, how can you give a back one? Like he, he's our defensive guy. Like he's, he takes all of the tough assignments. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he definitely when, does. He definitely and does. And he's quietly one of the best players on it. Like, Frank, like, he, offensively, yes, he can struggle sometimes and he'll go long periods of stretches where he doesn't really provide any offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also quietly shuts down a lot of teams 
top yeah. lines and um yeah and I, that's what's yeah, important I, yeah exactly so again that that's a high value piece for the flames right like for the flames he's i don't think again that trade value equates mm-hmm. across like so it's kind of tough and yeah i don't know what we're gonna do if we could get rid of zadorov somehow um it still leaves a hole on our defense because like we don't have much to fill that like no. do, i guess who do you put in stone like stone you have same similar problems <laughs> stone's good so. in, uh yeah i mean he's has been not good this year how much been, worse could he be he's been statistically worse than Zadorov, unfortunately uh, like most of the metrics uh, there was a, a little clip i i don't have it in front of me right now but just showing some defensive metrics and it wasn't good. It wasn't pretty. Mm-hmm. Like Zadorov was beating him in, in everything. <laughs> so um yeah, he's yeah, had a tough start to year. Yeah. And you know, Connor Mackey's there, so maybe Mackey could come up. Um he's yeah. having a really good good year in the AHL, I believe, and just got named player of the week, I think, in in the AHL. So that's good. Oh, wow. Um yeah. That's and, that's impressive, actually. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. He, he's he's having, I think he's having a good year down there. So he is there, but I mean, you are losing. I mean, I guess you're losing Zadorov. So what really are you losing? I don't know what I my point yeah. even is. That's <laughs> what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and he's getting four million, but I I don't know how we're gonna acquire a top six scoring right winger, which is really <laughs> what we need. <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think anyone's going to want to take him. I mean, if we could get actually, if we could, if we could, if we could fleece Boston for Terrell <laughs> isn't their manager anymore. <laughs> I know. That's tragic. The I mean, not that good either, though. And he's a I left know. winger. Yeah, <laughs> he's left strictly shot too. left wing, left shot. Like, where is yeah. he going to go? Bottom, bottom six. Yeah, he'd be the new. He'd be the new Nick Rich, Brett Ritchie. Oh, right, he's on the team. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, still injured though. He's still injured. Yeah, he is. I, you know what? I just don't miss him. That's all. Yeah, (laughs) I just don't miss miss what he (laughs) provides. I guess he's only going to be taking out probably one of Lewis or Richardson, so it's not a big deal, but. Not a huge deal, but yeah, Rizicka. Um, but maybe Rizicka can stay. You never know. I hope he does, man. I mean, he he uh, he didn't have a big impact, but I mean, other than scoring the third goal, him. but um, yeah, he played well. I thought. I mean, I I was pretty impressed with with yeah. He he had jump, and I mean, obviously, young guy trying to make sure that he can keep his spot in the lineup, but. Uh, I, I thought he provided good energy, and he's a big body out there. I didn't know how yeah. tall he was. He's uh, a big boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good yeah, to get to see that. Um, yeah, fun to see him get that first uh, his first NHL goal there too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, in terms of how who we could have, uh, yeah, I don't even know who we could target to be very that's honest tough. with you. But we, we um, might be stuck, you know. Like that's that's just yeah. reality. Um, you know, like you have to we have to kind of consider that like the only thing that we'll might be doing is selling pieces to be honest, just so we can sign players. Yeah. It's so it's so, it's so tricky because like we're at a, we're at a point where it's like, well, shit, we're at the cap. We need to add players. If we want to go for it, we can't really do that. We can't really yeah. add players with term because we have Johnny Manjapani and Kachuk to sign this off season. Yeah. <laughs> and we have no cap space to do it. Um, so what do you do? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, you might have to just get rid of Zadorov just to free up the room. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I, it's really, it's gonna be interesting trade deadline, Grant. I think it's gonna be very, very interesting, and, and the and around the draft too, potentially. Like, what, what do we do on, around the draft? Mm-hmm. Um, because it's supposed to be a good draft. You know, those picks might have some value. Maybe you could shift a. A high pick with someone to shed some salary, you know, to to make some room. But interesting yeah. year. We talk about it a lot, but I'm I'm still very curious about what they're gonna do. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll just have to wait and see how it all unfolds, I suppose. But yeah, definitely interesting to see what happens. We do have, uh, we have, we own our first round pick, our second, and Florida's second. Um, yes, that was from the Bennett trade. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll we'll have to see how everything shakes out. But you know, yesterday. Yuso was called up in the morning after playing only two games in the AHL. Uh, despite Daryl saying that he needed to play more, he's been called up again. So after that showing last night, um, you got to think Yuso steps back in the lineup in Carol- against Carolina, right? If Yuso doesn't step in, then you got to question a little bit the coaching judgment on what he's saying and what he's actually doing. Yeah. That's just reality. I mean, that I, I doesn't think, make any sense. No, I think Daryl knows what he's doing, but like, I don't doubt Daryl on on his lineups or anything like that. But mm-hmm. um, if if Alamaki comes in and doesn't come in, then there's a reason, you know, that he's not telling the media. And there, you never know; there could be a disconnect between the coach and the GM, right? Maybe the GM wants Alamaki up and wants him to play in the NHL, but at the end of the day. It's not his choice. So, um, you know, Daryl's probably like, yeah, Valimaki needs to play because yeah, he's a young player sitting on the bench, yeah. not going to do anything. But um, <laughs> maybe he means he needs to play in the AHL. <laughs> and I think like with the road trip, it was convenient because they were close. And I think that's why they sent him down. So he could play some games and then come back with the NHL team. But Right. Um, you'd have to be uh, – on the on the on the, you'd have to know Daryl probably to get a good, a truthful answer out of why Valimaki's not playing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. You'd either have to. I don't even think knowing him would be enough. You'd have to be part of the staff. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he'd tell his, his his favorite brother Brent? No, I don't think so. I feel like Brent would. I feel like Brent would squeal. He'd uh, he'd try to sell it for information. I don't know. Brent would squeal. <laughs> I don't even know what happened to Brent. He really vanished <clears throat> off the face of the planet after the. Flames. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Didn't he like? He, he had another coaching gig somewhere. I thought. Uh, uh he might have in Jersey. Maybe. Yeah, that sounds about maybe right. Is that right? Maybe, maybe. an assistant coach. Yeah, that sounds Brent right. Sutter. It sounds oh, right man. to me. <clears throat> Don't miss that mug. No, do not. He's only 59. Very looks much older than. Remember. Looks much older than 59. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. I'm just being a, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Coaching career NHL. No, no, he, ha- he hasn't. Uh... He hasn't coached in the in, in the league since 2012. Oh wow! So last well, there season you go. with the Flames. Well, there you go. Just disappeared, I suppose. Um, but let's take a quick break, and when we come back, I have an interesting piece of information to share, and maybe it could be something that we could work out to maybe get a player over here. But uh, I don't know. That's that was a joke probably won't happen but stay (laughs) tuned for the tasty bit of gossip that's coming up right after this this is the hockey podcast network your home for hockey talk on every team in the nhl this episode of blasty's corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state or province yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. 
Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $1 on any team to score, and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score. With promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customers. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the show. This is the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. And welcome back. So I was talking about some tasty morsel of gossip that I heard through The Athletic. And apparently, I don't know if you heard this, Chris, but apparently the Arizona Coyotes might get kicked out of the, I think it's the, I think it's pronounced the Gila River. Could be the Gila (laughs) River. The Gila River Arena. They might they might be locked out of their own building. Yes, taxes. I've because, read it. I just read it. <laughs> because taxes. <laughs> what a coyote's problem. My lord. Right? This they is owe why... <laughs> 1.3 million dollars in state and city taxes apparently. Oh. Yeah, that's exhausting. This is why Batman gets booed. <laughs> Batman, if you listen to this podcast, if you are one of our listeners for some reason, one of the this seven. is why you get this is why you get booed. <laughs> <laughs> why is there a team in in Arizona? Why? It doesn't make sense. No, no, it doesn't make sense. Uh, it's tough when you have teams like cities like Quebec just dying for for a team. Literally, that team would sell out every game. Yeah. Even though they're in Canada, they are for sure making way more money than the friggin' Coyotes. Mm-hmm. Man, trust me, bananas. But alas, like Sutter, no one knows what Batman thinks, or if he thinks, or if he's just a robot. Well, I mean, he is a puppet, but he could be a robot. Could be. Could be. Yeah. So very interesting. So how, tell me, tell me how how do you think this could lead? To a player coming into the hands. Well, of I I don't know. Game. I was just th- I was just thinking. Oh well, maybe if you retain some of Phil Kessel's salary, then we could pay the one point three million dollars in unpaid state and city taxes. <laughs> we'll just, just cover that up. Just front them the money. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be a wild trip. We'll pay your taxes. Yeah. If you we'll, give us Kessel, that, if that you, would be like an old trade. Yeah, if you could retain, if you could retain four million of, um, no, if you could retain like two million of two point eight of Phil Kessel's contract (laughs) and take on (laughs) and take on Nikita Zadorov, uh, then we get Kessel, yeah, and we'll pay your state taxes, and maybe we'll throw in a pick just makes me laugh because it reminds me of like the days when literally like you could have been traded for a bag of pucks. Like that's, <laughs> that's how it worked back then. Like it was like, yeah, we'll throw in, we'll throw in some Wendy's coupons, you know, yeah. like we'll throw in a year supply of Wendy's coupons so you can have this guy. Did how you watch, uh, would that be? <laughs> did you watch, um, did you ever watch semi-pro? Oh yeah, of course. The Will Ferrell movie. Yeah, of course. Where they traded their washing machine for, <laughs> for Woody Harrelson's character, <laughs> or um, Moneyball too. They traded. Uh, yes, because um, that's still thing. That's still a thing. You can. That's money in, in in there. Yeah, Moneyball. They uh, Brad Pitt got David Justice, and well, not Brad. I don't know if this actually happened, soda. but apparently, the soda. Billy Bean. Soda. Yeah. Billy Bean got David Justice and the Yankees to pay for the clubhouse soda or something. Yeah, for one year. <laughs> was it a year? So could, or was it, it, I think it was for a year, so they could have free soda for the year. Yeah, just for the year. Not I think for so. like longer. I don't know. I just I watched know. that movie not too long ago, but yeah, I yeah. think that that must be real. That yeah. must be real. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. 
Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe. maybe we could get <laughs> Phil Kessel if we paid their state taxes. What oh, a mess that is, though. Jeez, yeah. Like, what is going on? Like, like this is this league is is still making money. Like, why, why, why do we have these teams? Like, he, I don't know. Batman talks about growing the game. Like, I, I don't know why Arizona is not going to play hockey. They're never going to like hockey. It's a desert. Yeah, where no one likes hockey. Not no one, but they're limited fans. Let's just say that. Yeah, I mean, I uh, there are guys, uh, Richie Flores and Corey Crenshaw from the uh, Corey and Richie Show on the Hockey Podcast Network. Actually, they are our Coyotes affiliates. Uh, they would have something to say about that. I mean, they're huge, obviously, Coyotes fans. No, um, huge Arizona State sports fans. Um, I wonder what their thoughts are on this. I will be listening. I'll probably be listening to their podcast episode because uh, <laughs> this just came out today. Um, oh, yeah, they're going to talk about it probably. A hundred percent. They will talk about yeah. it. I mean, the city of Glendale apparently is owed approximately 250,000 in unpaid city taxes. Uh, the stat, State tax lien notice obtained via a public records request asserts that the Coyotes owe taxes dating back to June of 2020. And the remaining amount is owed to the state. They have until 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on December 20th to pay the outstanding arena invoices from the 2021 season, um, as well as the outstanding tax bill. If they do not settle up the remaining debt by that time, the city of Glendale has instructed ASM which is the uh, management company or something that, um, yeah, the Gila River Arena Management Company is ASM. Uh, the city of Glendale has instructed them to deny team employees access to the arena <laughs> and the offices within the arena used as administrative space. Arena vendors would also be locked out. Shit. <laughs> so their first home game following the December 20th deadline is December 23rd against the Tampa Bay Lightning. So if this happens, what where does it go? Like where, do they play else? Do they are just are they just on the road for the rest of the season? Like, well, yeah, they'd have to play their home games somewhere where? else. Quebec. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have an arena. Like they have an they arena. Have a, yeah, they, they do. The video arena, arena. arena. So, yeah, the video Honestly, that, they probably would just Go there. Right? They change jerseys too. What? What? How would that man? What a precedent that would be, right? If they changed teams and logos just like in the middle of the season, That'd how crazy good. would that be? It'd be fun. I'd be. And all I for guarantee it. you. I guarantee you. If if Gary Bettman said to uh, I don't remember who the ownership group that's trying to get the Nordiques back to Quebec are, but um, if he allowed them to announce that they could start selling season tickets, quote unquote, for the rest of the season, they'll sell out hundred percent. Oh yeah. If they did it this weekend, if they did it tomorrow, it would be sold out by the weekend. Oh yeah. Like the same thing as the jets, right? It's the same exact, maybe even more. They might even have more of a fan base than, than Winnipeg did. Yeah. I just don't. I don't know. I want to know why. I, I'm just curious why. Why they he wants a team, and by by he I mean Batman in in Arizona, and why he doesn't want a team in in Quebec, where they're going to make money. It seems like a, a, a such an easy. I know there's owners involved, and that's probably the hurdle. But but what? I just why don't they just sell, and then you know they retain something, and then. Uh, you know, they can start making year-to-year cash flow and actually improve the watchability because no one likes seeing a, an arena with 6,000 people in it. Yeah. You know, well, I don't. I like seeing yeah. full full ranks, you know. Well, even yesterday, the the Sharks arena looked pretty empty. Like, they had these mm-hmm. little lights on the... Yeah. On the... Um, the, the board. What are these things called? The, the armrests of the chair? They yeah. had, like, these lights... Um, I guess installed into the armrest of the chairs, and you could see all the lights going. Like if somebody's sitting in that seat, you probably wouldn't see it because you know their their leg or something would be in the way. But you oh, know, yeah, you could, I see what you're saying. 
Yeah, right? Like they were flashing these lights all over the place. They were changing colors and all these things. And you saw all of it. And all of that, you could see empty seats. And it's like, well, I mean, why would you bring attention to that? <laughs> yeah, why would you? It's like, look how many empty seats we have. <laughs> oh, you should come to the next game. It's too bad. I feel bad for San Jose because I think they actually do have a pretty good uh, base of fans. They're such a good team for so long, but they didn't win a cup. Yeah. It's so critical for those teams to have that success, and they just couldn't quite yeah. do it. Well, they didn't win Look a cup it. with their their guys, right? They didn't win a yeah. cup when Pavelski and Marlowe and Thornton were there, yeah. and those were the guys. I mean, um, it's too bad. That, they were a sick team, man. If you, oh yeah, like, they were good. Go back, go back like five, six years. I mean, they had Couture. Hurdle, Pavelski, Thornton, Marlowe, Brent Burns on the back still, like prime Brent, Brent Burns. Um, who was their goaltender? Oh, didn't they have Nabokov? They had Nabokov, yeah, but he was he was a little that was a little older. Yeah, that was a little way back. Who was their goal? Jones, just Martin Jones, wasn't it? Oh, oh yeah, that's why they didn't win a cup. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> Oh, fuck. that is 100% why. Come on. Come on. Boom, Rose. I don't know. I don't know, man. That team was good. And so were the Kings at that time. Like, man, it was tough going through California. And we couldn't win in Anaheim. That trip was a nightmare. Actually, going two and two in California is usually probably a good trip for the Flames, to be Historically, honest. Historically, yes. Yeah. Historically, yes. But it feels like we could have had more. Wanted more. We definitely could have. We should have. I mean, we outchanced yeah. the game. We outchanced them. And, like, we out categorized oh. them we were better statistically in, yeah, every, every, in every category but we had a lead you know almost into the third two goals it was just a one that bites you you know just so frustrating minutes, as a man. fan eight minutes yeah eight minutes rough, was all it took like, they just imploded and by day i mean the third pairing <laughs> 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 i remember we were watching i was like grant if if sutter sends out the third pairing after that shift <laughs> i might lose it I might well, lose that Grant. He, he friggin' he did friggin' send he them out right. like yeah, yeah right immediately after they yeah. scored. He doesn't give a he doesn't give a crap. He doesn't give a crap. It's crazy. Roll the lines around the system. He's fifteen, six, and five. I can't complain. It's worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was just I th- yeah. You know what I think like I think a lot of it is like they've had such a tight schedule and just keeping your stars fresh. I don't think it's necessarily about Gabranson and and them, but it's about just evening out the ice time and lowering your ice time for your better players so oh, that they don't nice. burn out. Because it's been so many games, and they have this this still. It's we're we're cramming a lot of games in. Um, really tough schedule. Um, yeah, there were some rumblings that maybe they were feeling the effects of it. You know, starting to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I know I'm dead after I'm dead for three days after I play beer league. So <laughs> I'm not a professional athlete, but man, that shit takes a toll. I mean, they're getting hit and slashed and whacked and yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> you know, it is their job and part of it their is. job is to, to know their limits of the body and take care of that body. Right. But, uh, but uh, yeah, at the same time, definitely. I'm, I'm sure the schedule has, had a rough yeah. rough toll on them i mean they they've they played a lot of old games they've played a lot of fours and or three games in four days and um we've talked mm-hmm. about that quite a bit uh on the podcast but yeah i mean they don't play soft two... either no 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 no. they definitely don't not with daryl sutter but uh i mean it's for the most part i mean yesterday was an off night that's that's simply what it yeah. was right um yeah so tough, tough homestand coming up. Two games uh, on the docket with the Carolina Hurricanes and the Boston Bruins. And then yep. we're off to Chicago after that. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be an interesting. We'll hopefully bounce back against a very hot uh, Carolina team. Um, how yeah, has Carolina been doing? I think they're actually been bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I said that and I was game. like, well, they won their last game. They're still good, though. Like, 
it seems yeah. like that that going losing streaks like if Tampa was on a losing streak and comes into Calgary, I'm not like, oh, well, they're on a losing streak, so I'm not worried about Tampa Bay. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah exactly. You're always worried. Like, any team can beat any team, no matter what the situation is. But they're, yeah, they're 5 yeah, 4 and 1 in their last 10, which is not, like, great. But, yeah, 17 um, 6 and 1 in the season still. So, yeah. You know, <laughs> same amount of points. I think, I think they're one of those teams that were going, like, 10 and 0 to start the year. Um, they're good. They're really yep. good. Like the Flames are gonna have to bring their their A game to have a chance, and Marsham is gonna have to play really well to have a chance. Um, and uh, the defense are gonna have to play really well <laughs> to have a chance. Like, they're just, they're fa- and the, what I'm worried about, uh, Grant is a, they. I think they you know they play a fast game. And they have a lot of speedy, quick guys, and I don't know. I don't know if our uh, if our depth can do can do it. You know, like we apply pressure, but well, I mean, if we if we keep checking, right? If yes. we check them, then we yes. have a good chance, right? Because that's primarily what that's for is to slow those guys down, right? Yeah. Um, just get in the way and don't let them yeah. achieve top acceleration. Um, yeah. and we've been very good at that. I mean, yeah, you know, so and, we just got to keep that going. Yeah, and I think like. In the playoffs, like I'm like, yeah, I'd feel better. <laughs> but in the mm-hmm. regular season, when those cross-checking penalties are happening, yeah. like there's yeah. no way you see that in the playoffs. I'm sorry, no. that's not getting called. Yeah, well, the fucking that that softy on Zadorov is just no chance just that gets called. Even I don't, I didn't ridiculous. see Branson's, but there's probably no chance that get called. That's get called either. So like Sutter's style, like this style, and they're succeeding in the regular season right now. But mm-hmm. all they have to do is make it to the playoffs, I think, and then they're going to be a tough out. Because yeah. penalties go away, and we're a very good five-on-five team. Yep, yep, yep. So but, let's look to Thursday, actually. I think we play tomorrow on the 9th. Yep. Today, I guess, when you're listening to this. Yeah, that's right. And uh, until then, everybody, go Flames, go. Share this podcast, please. Uh, that would be very helpful for us to get some exposure. Tell your mom. Tell your mom. Bring your mom. Bring your mom. That's what Bring you say. Bring your mom. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to get at us on Twitter at Blasty's Corner, let us know your thoughts. Uh, we'd love to engage with you. Uh, love to chat and and bring up any points that you guys want to talk about. And, you know, we'll bring it up in the podcast, you know, because it makes it a little bit easier to, to talk about and get a pulse for what our fans are feeling like, too. So, yeah, get at us, Blasty's Corner on Twitter, and uh, until their Sunday, we'll catch you then. Go Flames, go. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.